0: Sam Ackerman is in Tauranga, which is a long way from winter at the moment. Morning, Sam.
1: Would not be further from winter. It's been we we had someone uh, around someone at uh, the surf club, uh, and they said uh, from Perth, they said that the conditions felt more like at home than anywhere he's ever been on the planet, and I've just, I've never heard. Uh, a New Zealand summer compared to a Perth one. So uh, that shows you how hot it's been getting. It has been sweltering, but New Zealand is absolutely deserving a, a whole lot of praise and credit for uh, what they're doing in the world of winter sports. A, a hot streak, if you like, um, for them as well. So uh, the Youth Winter Olympics, for those not um, keeping tabs, are on. And so far, I think there's more competition coming today. Uh, New Zealand's won seven medals so far, which includes having uh, two young men on the half fight podium uh, for the same at the same event, which is the first time there's been two New Zealanders uh, sharing a podium uh, at that level as well. So a uh, 15-year-old by the name of Luke Harold won, and uh, a 17-year-old by uh, the name of Finn Melville Ives uh, picked up the uh, silver. So uh, a, a, an absolute credit. Uh, also, uh, and this is a really cool one as well uh, for me. It's the first time New Zealand has picked up a skating medal uh, in any form of the Winter Olympics, senior, junior, or otherwise, uh, with a, uh, a young Aucklander by the name of Yanhao Lee. Uh, grabbing a bronze there. So uh, this this junior event has been going really well. But what we know, this is the generation most likely inspired by the generation that is still <laughs> young enough to be inspired if, if they weren't so damn good already themselves, Catherine. We've seen incredible results. This is, as well as the, the Youth Olympics, these are results in the last week alone, okay? Alice Robinson, um, she, uh, again, got on the, the podium, uh, the Giant Asylum. World Cup. She came second uh, in Italy after last week, uh, coming third. Nico Porteus, we know, uh, an absolute superstar, uh, got silver in the men's uh, ski superpipe at the Aspen X Games, which is a really big deal uh, in the uh, the world of uh, snow sport. Tony Wagstaff uh, scored the first ever speed skiing World Cup podium of his career, and for New Zealand, at that matter, grabbing a bronze in fr- France. And by um, speed skiing, we're talking speeds of 212 k's per hour. Catherine. that's in, insane to think of.
0: terrifying.
1: Like like we're the downhill or what?
0: Is it must be just about vertically it's, downhill?
1: Uh, it, absolutely. I mean just insane. I mean just, you know, it's thrill seekers is, is is beyond beyond that. And and, and Finn Billis as well uh grabbed second in the free ride uh world tour. Uh, is in Switzerland, and that's just all this week. And that's not taking that's I'm just talking about the podiums there. Like Adam Hall just came um, fifth, like overnight, in the uh, one of the uh, para slam events as well. And you know, that's a, a highly credible result to be proud of. But those names I just read out that is just medals, medals won by New Zealanders in ski and snow sports and and winter sports in the case of ice skating. Uh, in the past week that's a, that's that is phenomenal and it just shows when you do get somebody come through to to light that spark how much easier it is for others to either, you know want to grab the torch and follow or, or just be inspired to um you know well if they can I can it, it, I I can't I can't put in words enough how big a deal this is for New Zealand we talk about little old New Zealand in the term of sporting context but in snow sports and I say this respectfully to the uh, the Queenstown Queenstown's and the uh, the repays this world. It's not like we've got we're renowned for being the centre of of the sport like uh, rugby for example or otherwise cricket can small number here. So I'm um, I'm thoroughly impressed with what I've seen this week.
0: Okay, I'm just googling speed skiing and I'm off with a GoPro on. So, uh, I'm up to oh, I Catherine. Oh, no, know this is what they always do. They've got to do some fancy cutaway. Um, I'm up to a hundred. and oh, no, I've gone back. It's gone up and then gone back again. Right, let's move on. Uh, That just looks unbelievable. You just basically get into a crouch um, and you go...
1: Well, well, we all do it, it, actually. I'd... We do
0: it when you're trying to go up a hill. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and... I would need to do,
1: get into a very deep crouch to kiss a certain part of my backside to <laughs> to do that. <laughs> they're, comparing that it not to, um,
0: they're comparing it to um, car speeds now. But though, seriously, that's what you do when you want to go up a hill. If you are an amateur skier, you know, you, you sort of peak yep. There's a phrase for it. I'm not that good at it. Um, and except they're doing it straight down a hill here vertically and they just keep on going. Get on your 20. Well done. Great result. Fantastic results. Let's talk about rugby league and other winter sports. This debate over the Kiwis. Now, this is fascinating. Who's the Aussie legend who's put his hand up? Wayne Bennett. He's a superstar. 70-something now, I think. Uh, But is he seriously keen to go for it?
1: Yeah, very publicly clean, uh, keen keen uh, to go for it. He has been involved with New Zealand in the past. He coached uh, an all gold side with New Zealand and Australia to celebrate uh, the centenary of the the first team that went over to uh, to the UK. Uh, he, he coached that side, and he was uh, the coaching advisor. Uh, there's 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 a, key, a certain description of it, but but essentially he was there to back up Stephen Kearney, who in his rookie year uh, came in in the World Cup and and won New Zealand's first and only World Cup title. So he knows the system. He knows he. He, he's well respected. He, uh, but he said he wants to be head coach. He's he's put his hand up for it. Now I don't know whether he's also comfortable being the assistant coach or or helping who who comes out should that come out. But there is you know normally if. The super coach says, I'd like to coach you. Teams go, Yep, okay. But he's already coached Australia. He's already coached England before, uh, and New Zealand would kind of get him quite quite the trifecta to to land there. But there's a real stance. Is now not the time to go for a New Zealander? Two great New Zealand rugby league uh, icons, uh, Stacey Jones and Nathan Kalis, both former captains, have been building themselves strong coaching credentials uh, and both seem well placed to be able to put their hand up. So there's no pathways of a high, at that high level with New Zealand Rugby League. And that's the, the, the often criticism is we don't coach coaches to be able to be up there. Um, Brian McLennan was a great example of a guy who came through the pathways under coaches for a while, then got his chance and he led New Zealand to uh, the, the the start of their successful uh, ability to knock over Australia for tournament victory. So maybe now is the time. Maybe this is the chance to give these guys a go because uh, they, uh, they're they not NRL coaches and you don't need to be uh, at test level. It's it's proven in the rugby league game. Uh, you don't have to be a good rugby league, uh, sorry, good uh, NRL coach to be a good test coach. It's about man management and aspiring. And uh, uh, it's a great debate. Uh, imagine being in a position to say, no thanks to Wayne Bennett. Now that is a good spot to be in.
0: Yeah, it would be. Uh, okay, now the NRL. Uh, what's uh, someone sort of put their um, put their two bits worth in? Have they, if you've not already covered it, their two cents yeah, worth. In.
1: Yes. Yes, so uh, there's a bloke called Peter Volandis, and uh, if you don't follow the NRL, net, he's the guy who um, has popularized the term rugby league, uh, is in an A instead of a Y at the end of it, so he, he's a bit of a, um, a loose cannon and a bit of a big personality, he's the head of the NRL, which is also um, head of the Australian Rugby League Commission, which oversees uh, the kangaroos, and he was asked about the whole Wayne Bennett thing, and this is his quote, I don't know why Wayne would want to get on a loser. He's normally a winning coach. Why would he want to go and coach against Australia? Is beyond me. Now, I think that's a little bit tongue in cheek, but it's not. A, it's not a great look. It's a particularly bad look, uh, given that the last time these two sides met, the uh, the winners and the losers, he's referring to New Zealand smoked Australia thirty uh, nil to win uh, the Pacific, the inaugural Pacific Cup. So uh, he's been getting a lot of heat on social media, and including from the uh, the NZRL Kiwis account saying, uh, "We're all good, thanks, mate. Don't don't you worry about us."
0: Thanks, leave it alone there Okay, I've turned yep. off the speed skiing I have to say, YouTube got to that point You know how it gets more and more extreme I'm going to speed ski got, crashes you, and I'm bailing, You're
1: about to get rabbit holed there I'm can't. bailing out of speed <laughs> skiing
0: At the point of the crashes uh, The All Blacks draw Okay, big season for Scott Robertson There's been so much talk and build up for this It feels like he's been coached forever uh, So what's his debut season going to serve up?
1: Well, it's really interesting. So they announced it uh, a day or two ago, and they've got 14 games, uh, 14 tests to be played across nine countries. Uh, And unfortunately, I'm a bit gutted for Christchurch that they don't get to get a a test with Scott Robinson uh, in his uh, debut year. Hamilton misses out too. Uh, They will start in uh, Dunedin under the roof against England. But I'll tell you what, the lineup of who's coming, essentially aside um, aside from France, they're playing everyone you would want to see the All Blacks play right and and that includes um, that includes taking on uh, fiji of course the biggest movers in, in world rugby and the and the darlings of the last world cup as far as what they could uh, manage to achieve sadly though they're not playing in fiji they're playing in san diego uh, and another, what they are, you know, we do know that New Zealand rugby loves to go on these uh, money grabs to uh, to countries and and take it there to build the brand, quote unquote. And I understand it. I understand why. And, and there's there's benefit in, in America, given that the uh, the 2031 World Cup will be played there. So getting a a, um, a hold there and being like the, the backs team and and building a reputation, all all understand. But uh, the, apparently there was conversations to have the match held in Fiji and it didn't eventuate. Now, I'm not privy to what those are. Could be very fair reasons, but it's really disappointing uh, that it was a great opportunity um, to be played there, obviously, and even to be played in New Zealand. Um, like I say Hamilton missed out on on a game, and uh, I can tell you they would have been very well supported there. And obviously any game in uh, in Auckland would be as uh, always well supported by the Pacific Island communities too. So uh, a bit of a shame, but uh, look, it, it's, it is what it is. They also uh, will get a game against uh, Ireland uh, at the end of year two, as well as uh, heading back for a, another game against England there, and two games against South Africa um, will be in South Africa, not here. And you know once once those two games are played, Catherine, I went back and just kind of double it felt like we haven't seen a lot of a lot of them here. And we will be one within the last 10 games, once these two are played, that a test was played in New Zealand. That was last year, uh, that game at Mount Smart Stadium. So we haven't seen a lot of the box on our turf for a while. So okay. it's a bit of a shame, but it's what it is.
0: Okay. Uh, just very quickly, the Cyclists and Rowers, oh, this was a big win uh, in the ongoing legal kind of battle to... To what? What is it that Mahi Drysdale and others are seeking to hold high-performance sport New Zealand accountable for?
1: Yeah, so the athletes collective uh, were looking to go up um copper I think So was actually uh, they it was taken to the employment relations authority because there's a standoff between them and high performance sport New Zealand now they wanted to represent the athletes in high performance sport saying well you don't you don't represent them you, you you're not a formal body um, that allows that to happen now the law, the uh, ERA has said right well that means now um we we are happy with what the um, this cooperative is asking for <laughs> High performance sport New Zealand hasn't accepted it. They're um, they're mulling over it. They're disappointed and concerned. And uh, the words of the boss uh, Steve Chu there. So we'll see. They haven't agreed to come to the table, but the table is now at least being set. It'll it's precedent setting. If if these athletes are able to be represented like that and say they want to look at the terms and be treated more like an employee uh, than an independent contractor, where the, all the power sits with high performance sport New Zealand, it'll have knock on effects to so many other sports, minority or otherwise within this country. And basically asking for money is great, but where is the money coming from? Is it going to come, all, money is going to the athletes, uh, go to the athletes instead of going to the actual training programs, because there's more money you're going to need to come in from this. It's a really delicate situation, but this is a, um, a very important domino. Uh, it's just the first step, but it, it's worth flagging. It's, this is, could be huge in uh, how New Zealand sport is operated.
0: Let's uh, wrap up a bit of sport on this weekend. Obviously it's a cricket test starting right where you are. What a shame.
1: Yeah, no, devastated, absolutely devastated. Um, I'll be um, taking the kids uh, along as the hope to, uh, to enjoy a bit of the cricket. There might be a bit of a hard sell for um, a little miss three-year-old, uh, test Cricket, but um, good try. If you, you don't know otherwise, but a week in South African line up, um, interesting to see where they line up with this team. Uh, New Zealanders, Mitch Satner, uh the best spinner in the uh, the country, in the eyes of the coaches get a run, or are they going to go with a part time and Glenn Phillips as the only spin option? We we know that they don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, playing spin here, but that starts Sunday here. Um, the Men's Phoenix, uh, they're away to Brisbane. Uh, they're top of the table in that A League. They're missing three key players though, so that should be interesting. It's uh, important for the Phoenix women as well. Away to Newcastle on Sunday, they they need some results to push for. Those playoffs. Uh, if you're into tennis, uh, the, if the if the if the uh, ASB Classic and the uh, the Aussie Open whet your appetite. Uh, New Zealand's actually hosting Turkey in the David's Cup over the next three days in Auckland, so that's worth getting out and having a crack at. Uh, and the Breakers got a very tough road trip away to Perth, very long one against the old rivals, and uh, the weekend and and they really need victories to have any outside chance
0: of making the playoffs. Very good. Thanks very much, Sam Ackerman.